Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, today, again, we have an awesome special guest, Evangelist Yana Pauls. It's me. It's her, she's here. Um, but before before we get started, I just want to remind you, go ahead and share this broadcast. Um, you know, share it on your Instagram stories. Um, give us a review, comment, whatever. Um, let us know if you've been listening and you've been loving these podcasts. Also, um, Evangelist Yana has her own podcast. So if you go on to Apple Podcasts, you can search Yana Pauls or, or Evangelist Yana Pauls, J-A-N-A. Um, it's not Jana, but it's Yana. It looks like Jana. Um, it's one of those kind of names, kind of like ours. Um, but if you go ahead and search, you'll find her podcast that she does. And she actually has some longer ones that she's done on the call of God. So if you want more today, we're going to touch on, um, the call of God. Cause a lot of people, um, if you know Evangelist Yana, uh, at a very young age, she went into the ministry um, as a single young woman, which is so awesome. And and her testimony is crazy because she she's been places in the world that most people wouldn't go, most grown men wouldn't go by themselves. But um, the Lord has led her into some awesome opportunities to be able to go places and preach the gospel, even in a, wearing a bulletproof vest sometimes because of the places that she's been. And so um, I, I I'm encouraged by this testimony of her life. And I just wanted her to share with you, how how does a young person, I mean, the question that I think most people have, especially if you feel called by God to go into the ministry, but how does a young person, where do you get started? How does a young person answer the call of God in their life? And I'm going to give it over to Evangelist Yana on that note. Thanks, Pastor Krista. Um, Yeah, I think when people ask me, you know, how did you start? How did you do this? How did you do that? My first ultimate answers by faith and for many people that's way too general like what does that even mean to do something by faith and uh, that's literally I mean it could it could not be more simple actually it's not complicated when you have a stirring in your heart when you know that you are called to do something you might not specifically know what it is but Ultimately, you know, in general, you have a desire in your heart. Maybe it's a desire to preach. Maybe it's a desire to help women. Maybe it's a desire to help children or the elderly. It's some sort of a people group. Maybe it's a desire to fund the end time harvest and go into business. Maybe it's a desire to make a difference in politics. Maybe it's a desire to change the educational system. I mean, there must be something already in your heart that you want to see changed in the world. And that is placed there by God. And ultimately, I did not realize that. I had a desire to actually teach. And um, it was the youth pastor's wife that asked me one time, what are you called to do? And I said, honestly, I do not know. And she said, well, what were you planning to do before you decided to go to Bible school? And I said, well, I was just going to go to university and uh, study art to become a teacher. And uh, there were so many teachers in our school that were really not good and not passionate about what they're doing. And you want to be the the difference. You want to be going in there and being the teacher that you wanted to have or whatever the situation may be in your life. Maybe you saw a lack somewhere and it stirred up a desire in you to do something about it. And she looked at me and she was like, well, don't you know that teacher is one of the fivefold ministries? And uh, I was like, well, I actually never thought about it. And uh, now that's one of the main things that I do in the ministry besides preaching is teaching because I've had that desire in my heart 
for a long time because nobody taught me. There's so many things that I was not taught until I came to Bible school. And, you know, that's what a lot of people experience if they go to a church that is not spirit-filled, that does not have a move of God, as soon as they show up in a spirit-filled Bible school, that they learn in one year what they have not learned in church in 10 years. And uh, that just broke my heart. And I was like, man, without going into Bible school, I would have never been prepared for ministry. And I know there's so many people like me that are called in the ministry, but they have no idea what that means. They have no idea how to get prepared, how to get equipped, how to get trained for the ministry. And I saw this huge lag for Bible school, for a training program that would help people launch into the ministry. And that is one of the passions and desires of my heart right now um, is to help people launch into the ministry. But there has been so many steps that led up to doing what I'm doing now. And you can never despise the days of small beginnings for sure, because sometimes people get a glimpse of what they want to do. And it's huge. Maybe it's mass crusades. Maybe it's, you know, building orphanages, hospitals and whatever. But where do you really start? And uh, it's literally to take the small steps by faith. And for me, it wasn't actually a small step when I was 19. I had to leave my country, I had to leave the continent to come to Bible school, and my parents didn't even have any money. They only had enough to put me on a plane, and then everything else I had to believe God for. And so because I started by faith, it just continued from there because I saw God came through for me time and time again, and that never stops. So even your first step going to Bible school, that's where literally people already fail. They think, you know, I don't have the money. I, I don't know anybody there. And especially the finances is, I think, the number one hindrance that makes people fail from the beginning, which is why I'm so grateful for this ministry, because not only do they not compromise the word of God, the power of the Holy Spirit and the fire of God, which makes a huge difference, because without fire, you will not make it in the long run. And then the second is the finances, to learn that there is supernatural provision and how to step into that so that you never have to do fundraising, so that you never get sidetracked trying to earn money for years, saving up so you can do something for God, because that's not the plan of God for anybody. And again, like it's, it's not a matter of like slacking and not working and just trusting God, you know, because a lot of people have a misconception of what living by faith really means, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to work. I'm just going to believe God. And they're sitting around doing nothing, waiting on the Lord. And we don't see that in the Bible. That is never the fact for any of the apostles. They were never sitting around waiting for instruction from God. They were always going. They were preaching. They were winning the lost. There were signs and wonders and miracles happening. And not just through the apostles, but also through disciples and deacons. And so this is something that people need to grab a hold of. That when you start doing the basic things that God calls every believer to do, he will always open up the next door. He will always show you the next step and you will actually never get stuck because when you're led by the Holy Spirit of God, you cannot get stuck because the spirit is never stuck not knowing what to do. And I think that always helped me. I think graduating 
from Bible school in my third year was one of the worst days of my life. Like <laughs> graduation ceremony, I'm a crying mess because I'm thinking what I'm going to do now. Nobody knows me. Nobody ever invited me to preach. I never preached in my life. I don't have any preachers in my family. I have nothing. I have nothing to go to. I have no appointments. Nobody's booking me. Um, I just have a fire in my heart to see the lost saved. But then I'm like, man, I mean, Bible school, like I knew what to do every day. I showed up, I studied, you know, I did everything that I, I know to do. I went out winning souls. But now when I graduated, I was like, what am I going to do now? And my number one concern at that point was I don't want to just quit. Like, I don't want to just go back to normal life. I don't want to just go to university and study something and do what my family was expecting from me, what everybody else was expecting. But I knew that God put a call on my life and I wanted to answer that call. And so I was just pressing in, just praying and believing God. Again, it's by faith. I was believing the Lord. And I said, Lord, you're the one that called me into ministry. You need to show me how to step into that now. And literally, it only took a few weeks and the door opened up. And uh, it wasn't a week of revival meetings. It was just an opportunity to help and be a blessing. And I showed up. God provided supernaturally a plane ticket for me. And I was just helping, training people to win souls. And then because of that, people saw that I had a passion for souls, that I had a fire in my heart. And uh, I was hired in the ministry. I was hired and uh, it was actually another practical skill uh, that I learned while I was in Bible school was productions, running camera and things like that. And a lot of people underestimate the ministry of helps because literally learning this skill opened the door for me to have a paid position uh, in Norway. And then on the side, I would do evangelism training and just went from city to city with the ministry there. And my paid job was running camera for a Christian television station. And that might not be the path God has for you. But if somebody is slacking in the basics and not even helping out in their church, then you cannot expect for God to open doors for you into the ministry. Because if you don't serve first, if you're not planted, if you're not a blessing in the ministry where you are, how do you expect to be a blessing suddenly when you finish school and be able to just preach everywhere and miracles and signs and wonders to happen if you are not even doing the basic requirements in the word of God? And that's always what it comes down to. And I think it's so key, like the doors are not going to just open up for you because you are God's greatest gift, um, you know, <laughs> to the earth that you're here now. And everyone's just going to invite you to preach because you have a call of God. That's probably not going to happen like ever to anybody. What's going to happen is you you get faithful with serving in the ministry and then God opens up doors. But God looks for faithfulness. And if you want to be a minister, if you want to preach, you need to get faithful and, and skilled in the word of God. So if you're like you you have a, like a call of God, like you have a burning desire in your heart that you want to preach, but you don't know where to even begin reading the word of God, studying the word of God. Well, I would suggest to you, obviously one of the first things, if you have not gone to Bible school, you need to go to a Bible school. You need to go to a, a good Bible school. 100%. And 
the school that that we're you know referencing right now because it is where we've attended and and now teach is River University. Um, and and if you do need a scholarship, and, and we've mentioned this before, but you can contact us. We will get you a scholarship. We'll get you hooked up. Do not worry about the things. And I love that you mentioned like finances and everything. You know, you don't actually have to worry about that. If God has called you, if you have had an encounter with God. You, you will go for things that sound crazy in the natural. You will just go for it. So if, if you're kind of like, I'm not sure if God called me, then don't come to Bible school because <laughs> you will fall flat on your face. Yeah. It will be an embarrassing mess. But if you know God has called me, I know like I know my first name. I know that I know that I know that God has called me. Then you need to, you need to answer that call. First step is going to be getting yourself trained, getting yourself skilled. The Bible says study to show yourself approved. If you don't study the word of God, how do you manage? How do you feel like you're going to be effective in communicating it? And so that's something that and I'm kind of glad it came up, but, you know, getting into Bible school. So uh, mm-hmm. and, and just that simple obedience. But I mean, for some people, it's bigger than others. You had to come from Germany. And, you know, for some people, they don't have to come that far to go to a really good Bible school. But if that's sometimes for people, that's the first step towards God being able to open up other doors. After you finish school, it's not even something that you'll have to worry about God opening doors. If you're faithful with what, what God puts in front of you now, he will be able to open up more doors for you. And that's what happened for you right after school, right? No, absolutely. It only took three weeks And um, I got a message, hey, we need some help. And I think many times, you know, people get so full of themselves and they think, yeah, I'm called to preach. And so when they get an opportunity to help another ministry, they just expect the pulpit and they, they go for the pulpit when actually, you know, going to Bible school is your reasonable service. You haven't even done anything yet. You haven't done anything to prove yourself. And the Bible says, you know, show yourself, walk worthy of your calling. There is a testing phase that you're going through. You have to be faithful with the little things. You have to be faithful with someone else's vision. You have to be faithful to what belongs to somebody else before God can give you your own. And that is not going to Bible school. You're not done with it just because you finished three years of training. And then you have these super spiritual people that are like, well, what if God doesn't call you to go to Bible school? And I'm like, (laughs) those kind of things just totally like throw me off. I'm like, how do you even come up with such a phrase? Like the Bible clearly states, study to show yourself approved. So you have to show yourself approved, number one. And that is addressed to every believer. That's not just addressed to people that are called to be pastors or apostles. Every believer has to study the word. And then people say, well, I can study for myself. Well, if the... (laughs) It's the funny things people say. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, well, then why did God give us the fivefold ministry gifts? Why did he give us apostles, pastors, evangelists, teachers, and prophets for the perfecting of the saints if you don't need them? Are you serious? (laughs) You know, like, oh, the Holy Ghost is my teacher. Well, then if you don't need the fivefold ministry, then why did God give us the fivefold ministry? And Bible school is a place where you can be poured into by the fivefold ministry. And when you have that impartation in your life, it will be a tremendous blessing to you. And there will be support. And anybody who wants to go in the ministry definitely needs support. You need a family. You need a ministry that covers you. You need that protection over you. There's so many things I can still say about this, 
But ultimately, what it comes down to, do everything by faith. Do what you know the Bible says. Don't come up with spiritual phrases making yourself a special case. Those kind of people never step into the full-time ministry. And if they do, they do not last. And you, you have to look, you know, you have to see the big picture. And that is not just running the race, but finishing the race. Set yourself up for success. Read what the Bible says. Do what the Bible says. Do it by faith and you will never be disappointed. Yes. So if you and if you're interested in our in River University, please reach out to us. Share this broadcast with somebody. Send it to someone who is, you know, they're they're tr desperately trying to figure out how do I enter the call of God in my life? Um, share it on Instagram. Send it to someone. We love you guys so much and we'll see you soon.